Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here for the What's on Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about the new Willow series. We'll also be talking about the new Disney Plus original movie, Sneakerella. And we'll also be sharing our thoughts on some of this week's new releases, including The Right Stuff and Once Upon a Snowman. But before we go any further, just a bit of quick housekeeping. If you haven't already done so, make sure you do hit that subscribe button, either on YouTube or on the audio platforms. You'll find us on iTunes, Spotify, etc. And also, if you haven't already done so, you can support us through either Patreon or our YouTube membership. So just want to be a big shout out to members in gold level and above. So including Andrew, Darren, The Juice, Lauren, Mackenzie, Sarah, What's on Netflix, and also um, Jay, Joshua, and Sarah on YouTube. So big thank you for all of your support. Um, also just a quick um, shout as well. Earlier this week, we put up a bonus um, podcast episode where me and Josh talked about um, kind of like all the missing content and stuff that's available, that's not available on Disney Class and why it is. And so that one's definitely worth checking out. That was a bit of a bonus one that we wasn't expecting on recording, but why not? Um, so yeah, so let's jump into some of the news. And we I'm just dealing here with my little puppies decided to start biting my foot. So there we go. Ow. And then in my finger. <laughs> um, so moving on from there, um, James. So I think we should might as well start off with Willow. Um, so we've it's been this has been in the works for a while. It's been um, Dave, Ron Howard, and stuff. They've all been very vocal on social media, but now it's official. Disney's officially announced the series is coming. It's going to be directed by John M. Chu, and we're going to see Warwick Davis return. Um, Ron Howard is also going to be involved with the series. Uh, the original writer as well. He's a consulting producer. They've kind of brought all the right people back in together to do with it, and. Um, yeah, I just think this is just this sounds great to kind of exactly what Disney Plus needs some more fantasy, uh, just more series in general. Uh, but yeah, fantasy is definitely welcome. Uh, franchise I didn't honestly expect to return, not counting all the rumors that we heard about it returning, as you mentioned, from guys like Ron Howard. Um, but yeah, I think it's a good time actually to rewatch the original movie. I, I don't think I've seen it in a very long time. Yeah, no, I haven't seen it in a while either. Um, yeah, it's definitely one um, I lo- a lot, watched a lot as a kid and really and really liked it. It was kind of, I think it was one of those weird ones of, in the 80s. It was it was definitely a bit different. It was kind of, I know a lot of people talk about like The Princess Bride, but for me, The Willow was more like that. That was that kind of thing of what I remember watching a lot more of. Um, again, it was actually shot in Wales over here. Um, so they will... Ideally, they want to go back to Wales and film as much of it there in the countryside as possible. Fortunately, I think it's going to be next year. Well, there's nothing really going to be happening this year. Wales went into a full total lockdown last night for 16 days as a as a so nothing's happening in Wales for a while. So um, they're just going to have to wait and see. This is the thing: is the effects of the coronavirus continue to have the effect. But hopefully, if they can work on the script, get everything sorted, get um, hopefully by next spring something like that, it'll, it'll be in a better position. But yeah, I'm just really, really excited about the like Willow. Just a live action series. Nice to see Lucasfilm stretching itself out a bit and not just focusing on Star Wars because they made a lot of other stuff as well. It'd be nice to see them do something original, but um, it's just nice to see kind of something fresh um, from from Willow. But yeah, and it's nice to see it officially. It's always this kind of thing of we hear about all these things sometimes months in advance and finally i mean they, the fact that warwick davis and ron harrod were on social media talking about the series and you know they were pretty much drop, making the hint of like they were doing it uh either the hint that they were making it or that they wanted to show uh the the executives at disney that there was enough support to justify it uh 
we've certainly seen actors and directors go to social media before kind of covertly uh, to, to show, Hey, people want this. We should make this. And I don't know which, which one it was in this case, but we're, we're getting Willow. So yeah, it should be good. Um, Yeah. It's to me, it's just like, it's a win-win. I mean, we're just getting loads of nice stuff. Moving on from there, we also had our new movie announced as well. And again, we knew about this one for a little bit, but now we've kind of got official details. Um, Sneakerella, which is going to be a music-driven modern-day um, version of Cinderella. This time, however, Cinderella is actually going to be a guy called L, and he's going to be a sneaker tra- uh, designer. And there's a little bit of sort of, he ends up meeting a girl that's a daughter of a big uh, basketball star. And more than the the magic comes from hard work and and more it's it's it sounds very nice it's going to be definitely in that kind of disney channel vein um it's yeah it's it's very interesting to see where they go with this one it's now filming they're now in production so that's always a good thing and it's set to arrive in 2021 but yeah it should be different i'll be honest didn't instantly jump out to me like oh that's a movie i'm gonna have to watch but with it being on disney plus you get the option then of either jumping in or jumping off but just nice to see something in production. Nice to see, you know, because if they're filming something, then you know something could actually be coming. Yeah. And like you, it's not really something I'm super interested in. The sneaker, sneakers in general, and like I wear them, I wear whatever is affordable and comfortable. I don't really put too much thought into it beyond that. Uh, the Cinderella story, swapping the genders around, certainly an interesting take on it as well. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm glad they're doing something different. I'm glad that it's not just just straight Cinderella moved to modern times. They've done that already. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, also as well. I mean, we've got Godmothered coming. There's also right. another Cinderella version. So we've got there's at least three Cinderella movies in production right now. Um, so them flipping the rows, but it's not just a case of them flipping. It, it sounds like they are completely just taking the premise and kind of going in. A, and it's like, well, if you're going to make it different enough, and there's going to be hip hop musical element to it. If it's completely different, then it's like, it's, yeah, and I, and I see where they go with it and who they're aiming it at. You know, I mean, I get that. I mean, I've worn trainers all my life or sneakers, as they call them over there. Um, and it's that kind of thing of, yeah, I, I just buy the, pretty much the same pair every time I go. <laughs> so, um, I always remember, you know, you had like, you know, your, your Jordans and your Nike Air Max and all the rest of it. It's like, I, I'm not paying that much and just brought them. <laughs> So I'm, I, as much as I wear trainers all the time, I'm not really the the, 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 the people saying about you know like queuing up and buying these special Nikes and stuff. I think that's what was that get, interesting thing on that National Geographic uh, episode with um, uh, Jeff Goldblum when he went off and did all the right. sneaker stuff. I'll be honest, none, I'd never really realised there was that much interest in sneakers before. I I I knew that there was a big culture around them. Like it's pretty massive, particularly uh, among young crowd, but. Yeah, but that that's what I liked about that series, the Jeff Goldblum series, was he, when he was talking about stuff that you didn't know anything about, he generally went really out there. He's just like, I'm, I'm going to find stuff, I'm going to learn about it. I, it was a little different when it was stuff you did know about. Uh, I was like, and it kind of makes you skeptical on some of the stuff you don't, because like, there's a lot of gaps here. But in any event, yes. um, yeah. It's, I'll, I'll definitely yeah. be checking it out even mm. without the whole, you know, having to review it for the podcast kind of thing. Yeah, I, I mean, it's kind of in that vein of these are Disney Channel original movies, so therefore my level of interest in them. It's like, like things like, you know, Descendants and Zombies and Upside Down Magic. It's like, I'll 
you know, yeah, it's fine. Um, they're not for me, and I'm happy with that. I'm completely um, at ease with them making something that, you know, is not necessarily um, kind of for everyone. But yeah. moving on from there, we also had um, Group Watch is now available in Europe. They've, that one was uh, released out into the UK and other countries as well. Um, which is nice to have it available to everyone now. So that's always a good thing. Um, I don't think, I think it's still not available in India, but it's always nice to have it. Have you used that function? Did you use it at all? I haven't yet. Um, I'm thinking probably going to end up using it at Thanksgiving with my family. Um, I haven't, don't know what we'll be watching. Uh, something on Disney Plus. Uh, to be honest, we might end up using the group watch function on one of the other services too, depending on what we end up wanting to watch. But uh, I know Amazon has it now. My, my coworkers were, were talking about watching The Expanse as a group thing. Um, yeah, the, yeah, I must see. I'm at the, the only reason I'm going to be getting Amazon this weekend is for the new Borat movie, but that's a very, very different thing from Disney+. I, Plus. I'm not touching <laughs> the Borat movie. I, I respect what he does. I respect the, the, the things that he sheds light on. <laughs> I cannot stand him. I, no, I cannot stand yeah, him. Yeah, it, it, it is a thing, but it's... It's just, again, um, it's actually kind of interesting because I was having this conversation yesterday at work um, and I said to my co-worker, she was like, oh yeah, I saw the trailer for that. It looks good. I want to see it. And I said, oh, it's on Amazon this weekend. She's like, what? I said, yeah. So if you get Amazon Prime, if you've got a friend or family member with it, you could maybe borrow their password or just sign up for a month. I said, with Christmas coming up, you know, if you've got any deliveries, it might be a good thing. And she was like, oh, that's it. I'm, done. I'm doing that tonight. Because like... And I was like, wow, they didn't get across, I don't think they got across enough the Amazon aspect to it. Because she, um, I mean, doesn't, doesn't keep up with most of it. But um, the Amazon factor was, you know, again, that kind of thing of like, oh, uh, who do I know of an account? Or more importantly, um, let's just take out the free trial kind of thing. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I'm, I, I know yeah. there are a lot of people excited for it. And I know several of them personally, but it's... It's not yeah. even a thing that's not for me. It's not something I can sit through. It his his brand of cringe is just I can't sit through it. No, yeah, we just got to, um, you just got to kind of do it. Um, unfortunately, my puppy's now chewing the chair I'm on. She's in one of their moods this morning. It's like <laughs> you're, you're, you're not last paying attention. Was, last week she was nice and quiet. This week she's like, no, I would play. <laughs> um, so moving on from there. Um, it's been a bit of, it was a bit of a quiet week, really. That was, you know, we had a couple of official announcements, but generally, we kind of, yeah, it was. I, I, it's almost like there's a big TV show arriving next week that they're kind of saving everything for. Um, no, I have no what idea what you're talking about. No yeah, idea. No, yeah, no idea. Um, the Mandalorian coming back, but yeah, it definitely felt like the good thing was Disney did release a new trailer for Raya. Did you get to see this one? I did watch that trailer, and I. It wasn't what I was expecting, actually. Um, to be fair, I'm not sure what I was expecting, but I, I really did enjoy the the trailer quite a bit. They it wasn't it wasn't a traditional trailer in the sense that it, you know it, it followed basically one scene uh, yeah. and then then had a couple of clips at the end, and I think that was a good choice for them because it, it gives you an idea for what the movie is going to be like because uh, I. I think I was expecting something along the lines of like the animated Milan, but Mushu is big or, yeah. or something like that. And th that's absolutely not what this is. So I, uh, I really, you know, I, I mean, I thought it was such a cool track. Uh, sort of, uh, no, so she's just attacking on my Star Wars figures. No, uh, not my vintage figures. <laughs> so. I doubt very much that those are vintage. No, they're not vintage. Oh, cameo. There he is. Yeah. So there she is. She's having a little, 
making a little cameo. This is a little calm down a little bit. But this is the kind of thing, really, of... Um, yeah, I just thought it looked really cool. The effects and stuff looked great. It definitely kind of gave off that, like, Indiana Jones kind of um, m sort of Mulan. I think she's going to be... I think she's going to be a kick-ass princess, and I think that's definitely a good thing moving forward, really, with it. We don't know yet if she is a princess, do we? I mean, I... We, we know she's she's ha she has a heritage of some sort. You know, she's yeah. she's following a line of people who do this thing. I don't know if she's a princess. Of course, that also doesn't really matter in the long run when it comes to Disney. Um, I got a lot of Moana vibes from it, though, which makes sense. It's from the same team, uh, same creative direction as Moana. But also the art style, um, the writing, what little bits of it we got. It, it felt like Moana, which is a good thing. I, I really like Moana. So, Yeah, I mean, Moana was um, one of my favorite kind of modern. Uh, the, I love the music. I love the story. I love all the characters and stuff. It's definitely up there for me for being one of the best ones. So it's I'm really excited about Raya. I, I think there's a, there was a definitely a trend of a lot of people kind of going, yeah, you're going for cinemas in March. Good, good, yeah. good luck. Um, that was definitely, I, I remember seeing it March 2021. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good luck. Not, yeah. It, it, they have to put something. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think they're going to see how, f well, I mean, they're going to try a few things, but it's almost kind of the things of, we're still going to support them until the very last second of their world. We're, we're going to change. But um, yeah, and this is a movie they've been able to do in the lockdown they've been able to do all the um because originally it was supposed to be coming out in a couple of weeks time for fact um thanksgiving they, they pushed soul back into that slot pushed this one back um but the good thing is with animation is i think the majority of the work has been able to ha happen still during the whole sort of lockdown stage so um it's definitely i think just a good thing really for them just to um just to keep doing this kind of stuff really of just kind of yeah, I, they've been able to keep going. And the good thing is, well, if they've been able to keep going, it does mean then if like, you know, if the cinemas aren't running, they've still got content for Disney Plus and all the rest of it. Wow. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry, she's got, she just bit me really, really hard. She's like, she's in one of their moves. I guess. Yeah, she's coming up. So there we go. Um, yeah, here she is. Um, but yeah, so it's very much going to be one of those situations, I think, of just having something good and just something to look forward to. I think we've had so many delays. I'm really looking forward to Soul. Um, as you can see, we have the new the new pop vinyls behind me. I picked some of them up. I thought, well, but they kind of came out like in June because obviously the movie was supposed to. And then when it got moved over to Disney Plus, I went, yeah, we'll pick up a few for, this, for the Disney Plus display behind me to kind of show off the different originals. But yeah, it's kind of yeah. definitely great. The merchandise has been weird. Like I've got a, I've got the Black Widow Lego set, you know, the helicopter one yeah. with, with her and Taskmaster. I've had that since what, like March or April. I haven't actually put it together because I've been like, I, I want to put it together when the movie comes out. And well, I might never the, put it together. Well, this, this is the thing of really of just like, um, you've got this thing of all this merchandise all kind of was on schedule and they, you know, they make it and they do all the rest of it. And then suddenly then, you know, everything's changed with the dates, but the, the stuff's already gone out to the re retailers. Stuff's already in warehouses and usually merchandise to come out a little bit before the movie. So it is very, very tricky. Can't chew on my microphone. Um, but it is, yeah, it is just a very interesting how it's all kind of, but also in some way they like lose the momentum coming forward because 
it's like Mulan, you know, all the toys were, have been out since March. And then suddenly the movie comes out and a lot of the retailers, are, I mean, I've seen like Wonder Woman merchandise already being reduced because obviously they, as far as they're concerned, it's, it didn't sell and they want to move it on. And, you know, that's the kind of thing with it, really. It's, it's very tricky. And they're, they're stuck with it, too, because they need something on the shelves. Obviously, there were a lot of stuff was not coming into the retailer shelves uh, the past several months. And like, we've got this. Let's see if we can just make something off of this. But uh, heck, even, even over here, we've got the, the Galaxy's Edge merchandise showing up in Target stores. I've seen it at my local Target. Um, seems to be doing okay. But yeah, it feels a bit disconnected because there's nothing... You know, yeah, nothing Star Wars, uh, Mandalorian, obviously now, but but even then, yeah, the, there's a lot of just disconnected merchandise. Well, the problem as well with the Mando stuff is, um, they've kind of got the first wave. I'm guessing we're going to see a full-on wave of stuff coming next week. They've not, they've not really announced a huge amount in advance. Um, and I'm wondering if we're going to have the same thing. It seems like they're doing the same thing with Baby Yoda as they did, I think maybe with Soko. So um, where they're kind of trying to keep her quiet because they're not, and she'll just appear in the show and get everyone excited that way. I think they're going with that pop, whether or not, you know, because obviously we've not seen a single clip of her or anything yet. So I'm thinking that's where we're going to see it. Um, we are starting to see other stuff. I mean, some of the other One Division toys have started coming out. Um, the Captain America Falcon Shield was announced this a week officially. And there was another, some figures turning up with, so, so all this stuff is all rolling out because obviously Falcon and the Winter Soldier should have been hitting screens in August and Wonderville. So everything has started and this is where the whole pandemic has kind of hit it. So we are getting little sneak peeks of a lot of these Disney Plus originals through like leaked merchandise. But um, as a person that's been covering Disney merchandise for years, for me, I always find it quite fascinating and, and I'm kind of used to it as well. But this year has been one of, one of those really weird bits with it all. It's also a bit weird, at least over here, because um, a lot of this stuff we would expect to be seeing at Disney stores, uh, but uh, I haven't been to a Disney store in a long time, and a lot of them are unfortunately closing down. So the the opportunity to see Disney merchandise in person in one of the big cities around here just not not happening yeah. anymore. Yeah, I went. I did pop into one in um, Glasgow, in just outside Glasgow, a few weeks ago, and. Actually picked up some Star Wars face masks and that which are very um, comfortable because I and so it's kind of yeah I'm on brand so when I was out the other night playing some like Star Wars Legion with um, friends um, yeah it was you know we all had our masks and I had my nice Star Wars one so that's that's you know you know representing and stuff so it's always nice to have rather than just a generic blue one that we've all got to wear <laughs> so um, so moving on from there let's talk about what's been on Disney Plus this week because there's quite a bit added um, including a new episode of the Right Stuff which we just watched last night. Um, and also Once Upon a Snowman, what did you think of it? Once Upon a Snowman, um, it was good. It, it was entertaining. I definitely chuckled a couple times. Always happy to see more of um, Oaken. Uh, I was not expecting I was happy to see him. Happy he got some lines. I got to contribute to the plot. So overall enjoyed it. Um, I still am kind of feeling like I would have preferred if they'd put their energy into telling a story in the Frozen 2 timeline, either during that or after that. But, you know, they, they worked this well enough. They kind of had Olaf Forrest Gumpting his way through Frozen 1 up until the point when he's actually properly introduced. 
Yeah, I viewed it as, as almost a bit like um, Back to the Future. It, Back to the Future Part 2, where he's kind of like interlaying, the, the main timeline is going on, and he's kind of like floating from side to side. So you're seeing what's going on in the background, and it's affecting the movie, but you, but you wouldn't have been aware of it the first time watching it. It's kind of like, I kind of quite like that vibe. That's kind of why I was thinking of Forrest Gump, because Back to the Future, you know, they the main characters have to intentionally avoid yeah. what's going on, right? Yeah. You know, that this is very much not that. This yeah. is Olaf wandering his way through uh, parts of Frozen 1, uh, affecting them, but mm. completely oblivious to the impact he's having. Uh, and we, the audience, are supposed to go, wink, wink, Sven is they're they're singing the Sven song in the yeah. in the little outdoor thing, and we know what's going on. He doesn't. So, but yeah, it, it works either way. Back to the Future, Forrest Gump, any other number of movies or stories where somebody kind of trips their way through a familiar so, uh, mm. tale of some sort. Because um, one thing I was interested in when I was when I got to the end of it, and that's in the credits, it actually had the date two thousand and nineteen, and when I saw this, I was like, oh. Because at first I was there thinking, hmm, this looks like a like a lockdown like production. Because there was a kind of vibe of going, hmm, they're just using all the original voice from uh, the only one really putting anything new in really was Josh Gad, which is perfectly fine. And I would, it's like that was. And then I'm going, well, it was actually made. It, they started work on this before that, um, and I was like, because it just, it just it, it, while it's fun and enjoyable, it's just nowhere near on the same level as Frozen Fever or Once or Olaf's Adventure. It's it's like in a, it's it's such a it's very much like yeah it's good but it's nowhere near that level. Yeah, it was it was entertaining. It was it was kind of fun to see it uh, evolve, but it is ultimately a fluff piece. It doesn't really add anything to it. So you get a couple chuckles. Um, kind of go oh that's why that happened or this is why the wolves showed up or or something like that but that's about the extent of it whereas uh the ones you mentioned were new stories they added to uh what we knew and they and they, there were plot points that kind of led into frozen 2 a little bit obviously they weren't direct leads they that wasn't the planning but that's what i mean when i say i would have preferred if they put the energy into telling uh something in frozen 2 or maybe in between, doesn't really matter. But something with a little more substance to it. That said, not going to complain too much about new Frozen content. No, yeah, no, it, it was it was definitely it's kind of continuing on just Frozen, and I, I think I think it was fine. It did exactly what it was supposed to do, um, and I enjoyed it. And it's definitely worth checking out. I'm sure kids are going to be absolutely loving watching that one there. Oh. Um, yeah. I'm sure that parents are going to love those first 30 seconds or so when it, you jump right into the middle of the song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's definitely going to be one of those one of those things. I was like, I kind of also appreciated the fact that they did that, that in some ways they went straight to it. Bang, you know you know the drill. You know what happened. Here we go. Straight in. No, no point setting up Elsa or anything like that. You know this already. This is just... Let's talk about Olaf. Um, and it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I, it would have been nice to at least have a, a one original song rather than yes. like a, um, a rehash of like basically all these scenes from the main movie. It's, it's like, okay, it's fine. Listen, I wasn't, it's not a, it was kind of weird because I kind of watched, because I watched it twice before I did the review and I'm like, going, it's like okay, I, I, I like it. It's good, but it, it's fine. And that was kind of the thing really with it. Um, but yeah, so moving on from there, the the new episode of The Right Stuff dropped. What did you think of this episode? 
enjoyed this episode. Um, it covered some of the complaints that I've had in the past where we're, we're not seeing some of the other astronauts where we're only seeing the three. I know I said that last week too. We got a, a couple of glimpses into like say Gus Grissom this week. We got Deke Slayton who frankly, I, uh, you know, most people don't know anything about, uh, he's not really in the movie. He's barely in the book. And now he's finally getting showcased four episodes into the television show. Is that, uh, that's, is that, that's the guy that was basically convinced to, them that they need to actually fly them in themselves rather than from well, the ground, wasn't it? Yeah, so he was the one who was talking outside the capsule when they were doing that that yeah. thing where the, the stick broke, and then he was the one who uh, went to the bar and met the German yeah. scientist and then went to the mm-hmm. to the bunker to, to take a look at the tapes. Yeah, that, that was Deke Slayton. Yeah. Um, Which again, is that might... the whole point? Yeah, the whole point of like me not really knowing who these people are, right. it was like, like, okay, well, he's he kind of jumped in a bit. Um, I did like the fact that they also kind of also started dealing with what happened with um, uh, Gordon as well. Yes, because it was kind of kind of thing like they kind of had insinuated what was going on, but we didn't really know exactly what was going on. So it was nice that that kind of they kind of dealt with that, and and some and also mm-hmm. in some way put it to the back. They've they've moved on. They've they've shown that they he's moved on from that. Um, which I thought that was at least good. Yep. I wanted to just jump back one real real mm-hmm. quick second here. If the name Deke Slayton is familiar to people, it's because he is referenced in Apollo 13 at least a few times. Uh, All right. Uh, he, he becomes part of the astronaut program in determining who gets the flight assignments. Anyway, jumping forward, yeah. Gordon Cooper. Yes, it, we, we kind of knew what was happening there already. It had been not so delicate, delicately inferred what had yeah. happened, especially with the uh, the journalist getting punched in the face. Mm. But yes, this can kind of confirm what had happened and what was still happening and said some nice family scenes with that. And there's still kind of the question up in the air, is he being authentic or is he doing damage control? Um, I don't know. I, I, it I, it, 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 to me, it came across as like, no, he... he it, ca- you know. it came across as authentic, but I also know how this story ends. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, I mean, it was just more of the, you know, the fact that he didn't go over. That was kind of the right. thing. And, I, you know, he showed, he showed some restraint. So, um, which I got the impression that the phone call was, I'm not coming over. Um, yeah. Leave my, might be even leave my family alone. But the reason yeah. he didn't go to the motel, he, he called instead of going was, yeah. I'm not going to go there. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's not, it's not safe. But um, it's yeah, it also, is open, yeah. open to yeah. interpretation. Yeah. Um, I also uh, it was nice seeing Alan as well, seeing more of his family and his react his, his reaction with his dad. Um, the whole kind of this you know daughter kind of coming in that he wasn't really. Um, again, they cut. They covered it. It's like the kind of thing. Well, he's not really paid any attention to his family or his kids up till now, but suddenly he's, he's interested in what this girl is. Um, it was nice. I enjoyed that kind of bit of flushing out his character a little bit more, rather than being this one-dimensional um, sort of guy. And I think that's coming across more and more. Really, is that he is? Um, I don't want you picturing on the power cord. Um, <laughs> yeah, please don't. Yeah, please don't do that. Um, yeah, so I, I did enjoy that. I thought that was good. Um, Definitely, I it, it it was definitely kind of a building out episode. It wasn't really anything, nothing really happened in some respects, but it was all about just setting it all up. Yeah, and to be honest, I actually really liked his father, 
up until he slammed the girl's elbow on the table for having her elbow on the table. Uh, after that, I, I lost all sympathy. But what just fell? Uh, it was it was only the emperor. Oh, it, man. Well, yeah. he's apparently immortal, so that's fine. Yeah, he's a ghost um, emperor. He's, he, it's what happens when, you, when you're ch- chasing your dog around because she's chewing on the electric cord. So... <laughs> so <laughs> Like, like, would you just sit down for a second? <laughs> I, so I kind of, I kind of liked Alan Shepard's dad um, yeah. for the whole thing with the the child's name because that was really weird. Where there's like, yeah, your name's Martha now. No, no, you don't get a say in it. Your name's Martha because it's too close to our other kid's name. It's like, what the that is that's that's a terrible thing to do to a child. And then the grandfather yeah. comes in and he's like, and he seems to be advocating for her. And then it turns out he's. Uh, just abusive yeah <laughs> well the thing is it was this kind of thing of like yeah again it's, it, you know since the end of the 50s a very different era mm-hmm. you know of like of how that all works and stuff and I, I just, it just was you know he, he, the fact that he gave her you know and i just he had it really helped flush out his character and it was like like i said i didn't really like him for the first two episodes um and he started now kind of like coming into his own um and whereas like Glenn seems to be the opposite where he's kind of slided off into being a, a side character. And, you know, he's obviously worried about what's going on with the, the program, but you know, all he really was interested in was just trying to get out of JFK, which obviously in, in, you know, the thing about getting a man on the moon was, in, it was a major part of, of space in America. Yeah. But of course that happens after JFK was elected the whole, um, you know, before the decade is out, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, it is kind of an interesting perspective because especially in terms of like presidential races, we have, we tend to have a view of like, oh yeah, of course JFK was going to win uh, because he won. Uh, of course uh, Nixon was, was going to win because Nixon won. Uh, mm-hmm. And and we, we often don't contextualize like, <laughs> no. oh my goodness, the, there was actually a really crazy race between JFK and Nixon and, and, how much of an impact one winning versus the other would have had on the space program and, and yeah, no, 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 nothing at all about, you know, um, someone, you know, having a I'm vote not that going was very there. close, not going there with a barge. Um, but it's that kind of thing. Like I said, it's, I'm really just enjoying this series and just having something that is, again, it's, it's a proper TV series. It's something I would be watching no matter what platform it's on. And it's just, it's so far removed from everything on Disney plus. And, you know, and this is what we need. And I just hope more people watch it. And I'm going to just keep drumming that drum for this series. It's just like, please watch it. Please check it out. This is exactly what we want on Disney Plus. Um, and I'm also just really, I, I really, I mean, I've always been interested in space, but, you know, our television doesn't really focus much on like, unless, you know, why would it, you know, it was, it was an American story. So therefore, the British audience wouldn't, it wouldn't be made for them. But no, I'm just really, really excited about this series. Now we're at the halfway point now, and I'm like, okay, like we've got the gist. We know who these characters are. We need to, you know, let's get to space. You know, let's, I yeah, mean, well, let's get, you know, yeah. Ba- based on the uh, the episode descriptions, we're not getting into space until episode eight, uh, the yeah. end of the series. So that's unfortunate. I did also <laughs> want to point out the 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 plot point that they had here this time, where they tried to launch the Redstone rocket, and uh, it didn't launch. The it instead, you know, just popped the top off and, yeah. and such that actually happened and it's this is one of the few scenes we've had that is in both the movie and the series mm. 
And you can very much see the difference in tone between the movie and series with this, because in the movie, it's very, it, it is played for laughs. It's like, yeah. haha, we're expecting a rocket launch and poop. And they even like put a, like a popping sound effect in there just to, to amplify. And this one, they're like, oh my goodness, we've got a rocket full of fuel on the pad. And if we don't do something, it's going to explode. Uh, I mean, the thing you, of him running and trying to get, and like, he's going, he's going, he's getting the gun. I'm like, going, I'm like, what the hell is he doing with a gun? Are they going to shoot the pilot? It's a, no, I didn't. I mean, I didn't have a clue what was going on. I'm like, you know, like tackled him down and you're about to shoot a rocket full of rocket fuel. It's like, I mean, <laughs> it's like, well, that's about as American as you go. We got a big rocket. We got a problem. What are we going to do? We're going to shoot it. <laughs> to be fair, it was the German scientist who suggested shooting the rocket. But yeah, that the guy running out there with an M1 Garand being like, I'm going to shoot the rocket because it didn't launch is that's, that's very on brand. <laughs> I was just like, it was like, what? And like, my wife was like, oh, what's he doing? <laughs> this is like, we're like, what? But yeah, so now it was, um, yeah, I really enjoyed this episode again. This, you know, we're halfway through the season. This could be a 24 run season and I'd be in right now. This is, I'm going to go halfway through. I go, well, I could have had a 22 season of a series of this. I would have enjoyed. I'm like, because I like it. You know, I'm liking the 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 stories between the characters, um, between their families, and it's like I think of, you know, it's it's a it's a, not of what you would call a traditional television series because of that aspect, and it's something that's been sorely missed um, from Disney, and maybe because I'm used to watching shows like um, the ABC series, like. You know, like nine one one, or you've got Grey's Anatomy, um, Station Nineteen. There's a whole host of shows that we watch from ABC that you know we know that they can do this kind of stuff, and it's just really nice having this kind of content available. Yeah, uh, we need this content. We we need, you know, the Mickey Mouse shorts. We need Once Upon a Snowman. We need those kind of things too, because obviously this is aimed at kids. But honestly, we need stuff like the right stuff as well and i'm not saying that because i'm a huge space nerd if this was a show about um unearthing the titanic or or yeah. you know some other big venture that required lots of people lots of uh you know technological advancement and so forth and stuff we need those shows uh they just we need the quality yeah i think it's, i'm i mean i'm really looking forward to right now of just getting to um that investors day so we can find out what's going on with this kind of content because it does feel like we are starting to get um some more mature stuff arriving and how it's all going to work and stuff because for example like you know there's a i just updated the australian and the canadian uh what's coming to theirs in november you know and they had like a movie I think it's called step from searchlight it was all about like a basketball team and they were like real life story and you know, you're looking at things like that going, this is, again, more content dropping out like that um, is what we need on Disney+. And hopefully, hopefully we'll start seeing more of it after, after in next year when we start seeing what's going on with it. Um, yeah, more, more stuff like this, more stuff like Clouds, not necessarily the emotional gut punch, but you know, stuff that, that treats the audience with maturity. Yes. So I want to jump into what's trending on Disney Plus like we do each week. Um, I'm just having a quick look here. See. So we've got Avengers Endgame and then we've got Bluey. It's, it's starting at the bottom. Star Wars Clone Wars onward. Clouds. So clouds are sticking in there, but it's dropped way down into the bottom end, which is not a huge surprise. Also, um, Clouds went back to number one in iTunes this week, um, right, uh, which, I was, um, which I really thought was great. I mean, I, probably a lot of people did what I did. 
I, I assume you mean the song in this case. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the song, yeah. Um, also, um, Olaf's Frozen. Then we have uh, monsters in Olaf's Frozen Adventure has jumped back in. It's almost like a little bit of a bump because of the new short um, Haunted Mansion, Phileas and Ferb, Halloween Town, Toy Story, Toy Story Four, Coco, Jesse. Once upon a time. Then we had a new one drop in Tower of Terror. Sorry, I keep saying Tower of Terror. Toy Story of Terror. I said that in the video yesterday. That's, that's a very different movie. Yeah, um, yeah, Toy Story of Terror. That was a surprise drop. They hadn't announced that in advance. Um, this one was so that's always a really good kind of. It's nice when they do that. You know, catch us all out because especially if you're not looking for it, you know, suddenly it just appears. Um, so that one's dropped into the trending, and then we have got Frozen, The Mandalorian, Moana, Frozen Two, Hocus Pocus, Nightmare Before Christmas, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, The Simpsons, and finally in at number one. Once Upon a Snowman. Something has finally moved. I thought The Simpsons was broken, <laughs> but it was. I thought they'd stuck glue tape to it, so it didn't never get knock it off. But something has actually knocked Simpsons off for the past 10 weeks. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to double check in the morning, because on my list, The Simpsons is still in number one. Uh, Once Upon a Snowman is sitting at number two, but I don't know. I, I wonder the discrepancy, because we're both on the U.S. store in this case. This isn't yeah. uh, an England versus U.S. No kind of deal uh, i wonder what the delay is on that yeah actually yeah looking on the uk on the website it's at number two but it's it's it's, it's there's there's, there's um, i don't mind i'm just glad something you know i'm starting to run out of um dvd covers for the <laughs> for the um, trending page i'm just like but yeah no it's, it's just not again something like this can jump in people would jump in i mean um, mandalorian is so taking number one spot next week anyway. oh yeah um, no, and that'll be portion. clinging on that'll be it for the rest of the winter till probably one division um but yeah so really just yeah it's just nice to have something drop in there we also did have the big fib did you watch any of them what did you do like i did like next um can you catch anything else on disney plus this week um i watched a little bit on national geographics i ended up watching um some things about machu picchu which was oh, interesting yeah. uh it was it was really interesting because they were uh, talking about scuba diving at a 9,000 foot altitude, which was really weird to learn about. You're like, well, no, they, there's a temple at the bottom of a lake yeah. at a 9,000. And they were talking about it like, Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's going to cause some major issues. As someone that, that has huge yeah, issues. I, I am actually a qualified scuba diver. So I am Same aware here, of like, actually. and it's just like, yeah, that'll be interesting. Cause it's fine because they did drop that and they dropped a new documentary over here um, about um, near Peru or sorry, in Peru. There's what is like big, like things they've put into the ground, like towards um, their weather gods. And I was watching an episode of the long way up which is with you McGregor as they're driving up through mm -hmm. on Apple TV plus. And I love, love those kind of travel documentaries. And it was all of, it was set in Machu Picchu. And so this, that thing came up yesterday on Disney plus and go, Oh, well that's about, and they, they were flying over it in this episode. So I go, Oh, so that's what that one's about. So it was like, okay, so I know what that, that thing's about. And there's been quite a few, I've watched a couple of the Machu Picchu ones because um, I went there about 12, 13 years ago. And I, I mean, it's an amazing place. And we did all the hiking through Peru. And, and so whenever these kind of documentaries come on, I'm really just interested. And um, there was one a few months ago um, that was added to Disney Plus about Machu Picchu. And yeah, it's an amazing place. And especially right now where we can't really go anywhere. You know, it's just nice watching some kind of travel stuff. Um, but 
yeah, well, it's yeah. And I would definitely recommend both of the ones that I watched this week. There was Lost City of Machu Picchu, which yeah. uh, is about the city itself. Um, you know, what they think it was for, how it was constructed, all all the really weird architectural things. Like they didn't have to use mortar in between the the bricks and things like that, which is really cool. And then the one that I was just talking about, which is the Lost Temple of the Inca, uh, takes place obviously very close by. And yeah, diving at 9,000 feet. And and you know we're we're both divers or yeah. technically i am uh i am certified but i haven't been yeah. diving in a very long time nobody <laughs> nobody would let me dive without taking a refresher course but in any event um, i would recommend i wouldn't recommend it i always like to go with a guide because i don't feel yeah. comfortable enough on my own oh no absolutely but uh even one of the people who was diving in the lost temple of the inca documentary is like super experienced like probably has more than like 10,000 hours underwater got the bends at 9,000 yeah. feet and you're just like nope nope no no not not risking that at all well i mean the thing is as well especially with that region um i know we had a group of about 20 of us that went out there to do um these these hike to get to Machu Picchu. um i mean three people never even made left cusco because the altitude sickness um just absolutely they, they, they couldn't walk. They, it really hit them. And we had a few more people drop out as we were going on. Uh, luckily, I wasn't affected, which was kind of strange because I live by the coast. So I live at sea level. So for me, it was a lot higher. But um, yeah, no, I've seen firsthand how that altitude sickness can really affect people. And you wouldn't, the idea of, of like adding scuba diving in with that um, is bad. I mean, what it can what it can do to you and stuff but it's always I mean, that see this is the thing of like with the natural geographic stuff that's so um like for us you know we um you know i was talking to my someone at work yesterday about the, the uncharted series with um gordon Ramsay. Tom holland not, yeah not the tom holland movie um, which <laughs> i am looking forward to as well um but it's just that kind of thing of like there's a lot of stuff that they're adding on there that you know for, for us we would watch and there's not, I'm, I'm still waiting for, you know, I still want some more, some more stuff to arrive on there. Um, at the minute, it seems to be much more focused on animals and things, but um, like you had like the, the Disney's Animal Kingdom show and things like that. But no, I'm just, I'm just, I really, I appreciate them adding all this stuff because there was one Storm Chasers, which I want to watch that they added yesterday. Um, and India from above, that is one series that I do want to watch because I really enjoyed Japan from above. Did, um, so, did the Indian one actually drop? It's been on yeah, the yeah. release list like five times. Yeah, no, it did actually finally arrive because okay. that one's kind of kept bumping back. I, I want to see that too. It's one of those things usually, I'm, this is the thing that I do on a Friday morning of like, um, I go through the list, but I also go through the list to make sure that everything, I won't put, generally don't put it up until I've gone on and checked every single item on the list because I know how bad Disney are just like not dropping stuff. So it's, yeah. This, I, I, yeah, I think we had what's coming to Disney Plus this week. Um, you know, b- before we we've actually seen what's on it, so this is the prediction stuff. And I think that India from Above one, we must have mentioned it at least three or four times. Well, I think it was originally back in August because that, but it was only just airing in August, and I think there must must have been a mistake with what they were doing because it was just a, I mean, until we kind of sort out what's going on with the release schedule. But yeah, it has been it has shown up. For, same thing as well with that superhero um, adventures that was supposed to turn up before and that one, you know, dropped again. So it's always interesting how all this stuff kicks in. Cause um, there's supposed to be a Vikings short, a Viking series arrived 
um, the, uh, the sword but, one, right? Yeah, but that one then got pushed back to November. So you know this this thing keeps happening, um, but you know if they keep doing stuff like Toy Story of Terror, then that will be a lot better. But the, the Toy I, Story Tower of Terror yeah. Haunted Mansion Part Five. Yeah, I know. I know. It's just Tower of Terror is just you know as a Disney fan, it's just it's built into your memory, and I hate that. I, I agree with that though. It, yeah. It's yeah. If I see you know TOT, it's Tower of Terror. Yeah, not Toy Story of Halloween. No whatever nonsense now granted uh it's been a while since i've seen it that's actually a pretty good short though and it's it's yeah. not really a short it's like 25 minutes long mm. yeah i don't know i don't know if i've watched it i must i must kind of check it out um i did watch a few more episodes of once upon a time uh, once upon a time which i think watched the snowman one um yeah i was just trying to think what else um it's been one of those just of weeks of just like looking on there and going okay trying to work some stuff out um and not really having a, a normal routine at this precise minute with a, a puppy kind of wrecking our sleep patterns and stuff. So it's like um, you get there at eight o'clock at night and go, yeah, yeah. And like, I've been going to bed at like two hours earlier than normal. <laughs> and in terms of releases on Disney Plus, this was definitely a calm before the storm week. Uh, obviously, happy to see the right stuff, happy to see Once Upon a Snowman everything else was basically back catalog stuff and, and things that we've been waiting for for a while. And it, it really does feel like they just kind of get out of the way. There is a big, big release right around the corner. Uh, just just but, yeah. let people rewatch the se- season one in peace. Yeah, I'm kind of, it's like, do I do that or not? not I don't know. I've just trying to, I've, I mean, I've watched, the ep- I've watched all the episodes twice already. So it's not like I don't know. Right. Um, what's happened in it but yeah i'm looking forward to that one quick note as well if you are in the uk next week the clocks are going back um tonight so next week the you might we're not going to be able to find the mandalorian at our normal eight o'clock slot it'll the following week it will do because america then change but um it does mean that the, the usual thing of checking on at eight o'clock in the morning over here for the new episodes won't be happening next week so it'll be an hour out so um just be aware i know i that's a, for me because Usually last season when the Mandalorian dropped eight o'clock in the morning, boom, straight. Don't bother me. I've been working. Yep. Um, see, see in half an hour. I'm watching this. <laughs> this is like, uh, it's like I don't want to. I want to watch this as soon as I possibly can, so I don't get any spoilers. <laughs> that was that was my routine, and I'm expecting that's going to be the routine for the next eight weeks on Friday morning before work. <laughs> I I have a coworker who is is going back and forth on, do I want to watch them as they drop or do I want to binge the whole thing at the end? I'm like, you are so spoiler phobic. There's not a chance in heck you're going to be able to make it eight episodes or uh, without getting spoiled. 100%. Uh, you didn't make it last time. You're not going to make it this time, but uh, he, he really just wants to binge the whole thing. And I, yeah, well, it's funny because, like, I mean, over over here, it's going to be great because last time when the Mandalorian dropped, because obviously we didn't get it over here officially till March, so the UK was kind of like left out on the loop, and you know, there's so many people that have been like saying to me, and I'm not kidding, I had a builder shout out to me about Mandalorian next week. <laughs> so I was like, out the car, out the car, out the car, because he'd seen the the Mandalorian toys piling up outside, <laughs> all, ah, the, yes. all the all the packaging, so. Um, but yeah, and people have been like saying to me, you know, at, like the, the games club and stuff, everyone's like super excited for the Mandalorian because we're all involved in it this time. We're not um, 
know, so many of my mates and stuff, they ended up, uh, there was a fair, fair few that ended up just finding it online because, you know, they weren't, and I'll be honest, I was a bit along the lines of, well, yeah, it's on Disney. They've given, they've, they've hit us with a five month delay. That's, that's on their end. Um, um, yeah. It's, I always, it's, well, while I don't condone it, there's a kind of situation going, yeah, you know, you should have had it out. You should have had it out. But that's, that was last year. But it's nice. This year, we're all on the same page. And I think that's going to be so much better for it. And they kind of shot themselves in the foot, too, with the whole, not only is it not out for five months, but we're going to release it weekly, even though it's been out for five months. Yeah. That was yeah. just like, why? People, the, <laughs> it's like they're, you're just encouraging them to go yeah. and download it after they watch the first episode because it's out there. It's, it's easily findable. But just and I mean, it, it wasn't so much that, but Baby Yoda was impossible. Impossible to hide from, you know. Um, you know, it is just this thing. It's just it's always there over your shoulder, just looking at you, you know, just kind of there, kind of going, was looking at you going, what, you know. I just that is the creepiest Baby Yoda. <laughs> that thing is absolutely horrific. My wife is not so keen on it because it's literally it's too big for the show, so it has to live on the on the windowsill. So you just walk in, and that's the first thing staring straight at you. <laughs> you that, it's the black, no, that, it's the black eyes. It does it. It's not Baby Yoda. That that's the relaunch <laughs> of uh, what's that movie with the Gremlins? Yeah, Gremlins. That's, that's that's a Gremlins prototype. No, no. See, I no, I'd much rather have the uh, the Lego Baby Yoda that you got behind you there, the the little one in the carriage. I have got the new the new one that's coming out in a couple of weeks. I've got that one pre-ordered as well. Um, I kind of it's, it's just I'm so, I'm can't wait for some stuff from Falcon and the Winter Soldier because I'm getting to that point where I can't have any more Mandalorian stuff. I was this close to buying the the vintage collection thing the other day. Like, no, no, I, where am I going to do? With a twenty-inch spaceship, it's like there's like nowhere to put it. I mean, it could live up on the top here, but you know, uh, we're we're rebranding. <laughs> we're no longer what's on Disney Plus. We're what's on the Mandalorian. What's on Roger's shelf this week? That's the Mandalorian. Yes, but no, it is. It is. It's, uh, it's like the shield. They announced the, the shield. I've got. I know. It's just. It's like. Well, I haven't got that one. I'm like, oh, that would look so cool on the wall. <laughs> it was just like. Um, yeah, so I I know I'm I'm a sucker for this stuff, but See, I wouldn't mind I wouldn't mind getting the helmet. Honestly, I know you got Boba Fett back there, but yeah. I wouldn't mind getting the helmet. Yeah, if they release the helmet, there is there is they there that's gonna be day one purchase. So sure they've they got to be they've got to be doing. That. Yeah, I'm maybe sure they, they didn't do, maybe they didn't do a proper replica. Maybe well, there was like, a the half mask. There was there was a kids version, but there was also like an eye. Um, a Sonos or some kind of company that make like the real deluxe, oh, um, yeah, like a thousand dollars kind of ones rather yeah, yeah. than. I know what hot, you're talking about. I mean, these Hasbro ones are around about hundred, hundred twenty-five dollars and stuff, and um, yeah. very different kind of territory. But uh, yeah, I mean, I've got, I've got this one yeah. here, the Poe Dameron helmet. I think I bought this on super clearance, but it, it yeah. the retail was like ninety-nine dollars. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a good price, and I think you definitely get a value there for it, but. Yeah, it's just nice to kind of have all these bits and pieces coming in. Um, and there's a lot of people also asking about like one division of like what is you know why isn't that on the November list? It's like a the code was might have been you know the I know we all went like well there's a code and I was like well, don't take the code just as what it is. Disney haven't officially announced it, um, and I I'm still very doubtful we're getting it in November. I still think they're going to hold off till December until the Mandalorian's done. Yeah, uh, until we get official word, we can only speculate. Yeah. And 
Yeah, I, I think they're going to want to layer these. So Mandalorian finishes, new, got to keep your subscription show starts up right away. Especially, I mean, we don't know how many episodes One Division is going to be, but you know, if they can get that to drop over the week, I think it was like the week before Christmas, I think is when One Division ends. I mean, they can be a, a week's crossover because that could be like finale, new season, you know, that kind of thing kicking in. But yeah, I, 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 I'm really doubtful because there's so many people have been coming on. Well, why is it not coming in November? So, but if we're getting Black Beauty on that day, I can't see them doing a double drop. Of one division and a brand new movie on the same day. Yeah, the Black Beauty isn't going to be like one of the super huge tentpole releases, but it's still one that you want to to kind of give it its own release. You don't want it to be hidden behind one division. Yeah, I know we had Clouds and Meet the Chimps last week, but Meet the Chimps I don't think would have been a big Meet the Chimps obviously. is not on the same level of one no. division or the Mandalorian <laughs> by a long no. shot. No. Long shot would be not even on, on the Vega like one letter of one division um it's just yeah it's that's the kind of show that uh, did not move the needle in the in the slightest um but it's just nice to see them kind of doing some different bits and pieces nice as also well with the you know we know filming is now underway so we're hopefully with 2021 where we will start getting a lot more live action drama stuff but at least we have the right stuff to tie us over and the mandalorian next week so i think that's pretty much going to wrap up this week's show Rather than the chaos of my dog, she's asleep now, just snoring at my feet now. So rather than the fact of her chewing on every power cord and every thing and destroying this the levels of below me, but um, it's all done now. So moving on from there, thank you very much for watching. Make sure you go check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com. Like, follow, and subscribe. And I shall see you guys in another episode. Later. I think we have a special episode dropping this week too, don't we? Is that the Hocus Pocus? Yes. Oh, yes, episode? we do. Yes, we have the Hocus Pocus episode. So that one there was available to Patreon and YouTube members last week. And it will be dropping on Sunday for everyone. And the fact I've never seen Hocus Pocus. So that was kind of quite um thing. So that will be arriving just in time for Halloween. So on that note, we shall see you guys soon. Laters.